This episode of the Beauté by ABIC podcast is brought to you by Candela Medical. Hello and welcome to the Beauté by ABIC podcast, your online support community for the aesthetic and beauty industry. Here, we are strengthening and unifying the industry through representation, innovation and education. This is a platform created and dedicated to the aesthetic and beauty industry, valuing unity and advancement. We serve to represent, support and inspire you by connecting you with industry experts, expanding your knowledge through educational pieces and bringing you the latest industry news. This is Beauté by ABIC. I'm your host, Stephanie Miller, and today's guest is Carly Knowles for Candela Medical. Carly is an entrepreneur and multi-business owner who believes that ongoing education and lifelong learning are the keys to success. With a wealth of knowledge and a deep passion for the hair and beauty industry, her main focus is on all things business. Having directed two successful skin clinics, one with a seven-figure turnover, and launching her own skincare line, Carly has been highly acclaimed by her industry peers. She is a powerhouse clinic owner, mum of two children, and a skincare mogul, and a certified business coach. Her equally impressive client list includes celebrities and influencers who have entrusted their skin and beauty concerns to Carly. Throughout her career, She has trained with a multitude of skincare and device companies, coaches and business experts to refine her sales strategies, identifying the barriers to growth and developing action plans to immediately resolve sales problems. Her expertise also extends from business owner to coach and mentor. She prides herself on inspiring others through her spirited approach and growth mindset sharing her skills and unpacking how she sets the focus, value and offerings to her clients to drive revenue and improve business performance. Here to tell us what we need to know when investing in energy-based devices for Candela Medical, today we welcome Carly Knowles. Welcome to the podcast, Carly. How are you today? I'm good, thanks, Steph. Thanks so much for having me today. I am very honoured to be asked to share my perspective and insight on investing in energy-based treatments with your listeners. Well, I am super excited to have you today. Also, because we just had a full half an hour chat before our podcast and couldn't stop talking. We probably covered all of we needed to cover in the podcast. Probably, but we had so much fun that you're in for a wonderful podcast today. And honestly, Carly, you are so knowledgeable in all things, not just clinic treatments, light-based devices, which we're going to be talking about today, but you're also a coach. For those out there that don't know who you are, tell us all about yourself and how you can to enter the professional beauty industry. Thank you. Well, I think I have been a beauty, makeup and hair industry enthusiast for a bloody long time. (laughs) Um, I've been a therapist for over 20 years and I have been a business owner since 2007 when I opened my first clinic in Mermaid Beach on the Gold Coast. I entered the professional beauty industry through probably a combination of passion, creativity and education like most of us. My interest in skincare, makeup and 
the aesthetics led me to pursue formal training and certifications in the industry. And during all of my trainings over the years, I actively sought hands-on experience, whether that be through volunteering um, to do extra work on the sets of films when I worked back oh, in the super cool. Yeah, that, that was a fun time of my life. It was a very gypsy lifestyle, but it was definitely, it, it exposed me to some really cool things there. And then, you know, whether it was on workshops or various employment roles within um, the skin clinics that I worked in. And this practical exposure really allowed me to apply practical concepts into real life scenarios and gain a lot of insights into various aspects of the beauty industry. So I think probably what really fueled my entry into the beauty industry was my genuine passion for helping individuals look and feel their best initially and this commitment to enhancing people's confidence and well-being obviously aligns seamlessly with the values of the professional beauty industry myself I had terrible acne or terrible skin growing up suffering acne and then suffering the scarring and stuff the issues that come with having acne and I had really really low self-esteem as a teen and I was pretty fortunate enough that I had a mum who also suffered terrible acne as a teen so she was so empathetic to my issues with around having acne and she would drive me an hour every month to a therapist who was amazing with skin to have treatments done and she was amazing with skincare and obviously treatments so she helped me so much and her knowledge and technical skills were just so inspiring and I was just totally in awe of her I think so I think that's really what triggered something in me to venture down the path in the industry as well so overall my journey into the beauty industry has probably been a purposeful combination of admiration of others in the industry, heaps of education, heaps of ongoing hands-on experience and a genuine enthusiasm for contributing to the field, I think. I genuinely also love working with people. So that's, I think I was talking to you about that before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just love working with people. I love helping and chatting with people and sharing as well. So whether that be, you know, to my team through training and leadership or speaking at conferences and expo, I've spoken at expo a few times or to the consumers who purchase my skincare, Julian Louis skincare. So, um, or even to my own clients in the salon as well. So I stay pretty updated with industry trends. I'm a big reader. I read all through the night about what's happening. I attend lots of conferences and I've got lots of amazing industry connections with people that I just adore so much. So networking with professionals helps to really expand my knowledge and stay connected with that evolving landscape of the beauty and aesthetics and skincare industry. So, I don't have time for all of this. I don't sleep a lot. And I know I shouldn't promote that because that's not something that I'm proud of. I try and fit a lot into my day. I'm, everything's planned. Everything's Is it? Are you a doer? Are you? It sounds like you really are. I make sure that I take inspired action. So when I say or think that I'm going to do something, I take some inspired action to really have a go at doing that. Yes. So as I said, I opened the first clinic up in 2007 on the Gold Coast and then I was there for about six years. I was there for 15 not overall but six years in I then opened my second clinic and then I was traveling back and forth to Victoria a lot and then we actually got out of the Gold Coast clinic in 2018 just before COVID hit so I was really lucky I think someone was like looking out for me there so that I didn't have to have the issue with the border travel and crossing Mm, of course of course I love the language that you use inspired action that is such a wonderful term I think we always say when 
need to do, we need to do, we need to act. But I think inspired action speaks to a deeper purpose. And I really use that. I find myself using that even to my coaching clients a lot, you know, in business. And I'm when they have, we have a bit of a to-do list to recap after their month of training. And I'll say, now you are going to take some inspired action to get these things done. Because, you know, sometimes I'll say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then a month goes by and nothing's really happened. So mm. it is a term that I do like to use a lot. And, and even with my own team, I suppose, in the clinic too. There's so many things that applies to, I mean, we're talking today about clinic growth and obviously you've got two successful clinics or you've had two successful clinics and growing those clinics is no small feat. I know because I also have clinics and you were talking earlier about, you know, you grow this clinic, you have amazing clients, you do all these amazing treatments and then you kind of hit the wall, you know, you hit the ceiling with these treatments and as a business, you're like, what next? And I know my staff are always screaming out for like you know we need new technology we need to advance and there's always this strange pull and push between investing in capital capital investment and you know cash flow and growing your business or you know as a business owner it can be extremely hard to get your head around it but you seem to have done this so successfully with adding on one after another of light-based devices or energy-based devices I think a lot of our listeners out there are nervous about ROI they're nervous about that capital injection and you have recently bought on some new um, devices in your clinic can you share a little bit about that journey and whether or not it's been a positive impact in your clinic and revenue stream or what struggles you've had with that yeah, 100%. And like, I totally understand the fear around the purchasing of expensive machinery or, you know, devices for our clinics. And trust me, as a small business owner, I go through all of those emotions associated with that financial part, you know, the overthinking, will it take off? Will we get the promised results? Like sometimes they're saying yeah. the machine's going to do all these amazing things and then you get it and it doesn't do what it's yeah. promised. You know, will any of the team members resist the introduction? of you know new training number one but also then the rollout of these new treatments into the clinic so it can be a really scary time but don't let fear drown out the excitement and the opportunities that come with such an important decision for the business mm. um the first thing that I do when I'm considering the purchase of a new device is to really think about what it is results-wise that my current treatments can't offer. So for me last year, as I said to you earlier, I was finding that I had like a decent collection of devices, but I was reaching limits with the clients. So my bulk clients that were repeat clients, so ones that would see me day in, day out, and they'd been coming to me for X amount of years, I did take their skin from here to here. But with the current device offering I had, I just couldn't get them any further. I couldn't get any more improvements. I would lighten their pigment to a certain level, but then I couldn't like get that removal to happen. And even with skin laxity, we were talking also about that. Yes. You know, I could get the clarity in their skin, but I just couldn't get the texture where I wanted it to be or where the client's expectations were. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I started to reach out to device companies earlier last year when I found those limitations and I explained what my roadblocks were and then I asked what technologies that they had available that could potentially meet my needs and obviously every single company had a solution to my problem <laughs> and that's the hard part for people is a you know you really need to do your own research on devices I was ringing other people in the industry that I knew had the device and just asking some business owners you know what are you finding and I was getting lots of market research and also doing my own from my knowledge I was putting my own learnt principles from the 
pass into the, the decision process as well. But when I say quality of device, it's really actually really important. So you do want to, don't let the end dollar scare you. You really need to think about the quality of the device, not fixating so much on the cost of it initially, because you need to find what device you want. And then you figure out how you're going to get the money. to <laughs> Is that the way it works? <laughs> That's the way it works for me anyway. So yeah, so it's definitely really important for that quality. But also the other thing is aligning yourself with the companies like Candela Medical that offer amazing support. So not just that sale of the device, but all the way through the process of the sale and way beyond that as well. So I cannot tell you how many times I myself or even other industry peers have told me that once they've purchased a device, the company that they've purchased it from just doesn't really support them the way that they need them to. So whether it be, you know, with ongoing training for future new employees that might come on board or even just for further training, you know, a few months down the track, once you become comfortable with the device. So literally this just happened on Monday and Tuesday of this week. I've had the Nautilus for some time now and Kirsten's come back and retrained me with advanced techniques because I'd felt comfortable with the basics and I was getting some results, but I wanted to learn the next stage. So Kirsten's amazing, isn't she? Oh my God, she's so amazing. (laughs) And then even like just having that comfortable feeling to be able to call them when like I remember one day early on where the water wasn't I'd forgotten how to fill the water up so I'm going why isn't it working and Mm. being able to ring or the handpiece might not be clicked in the right way or you know little teething problems like that so Kirsten Amanda and also Charlotte um, from Candela literally they held my hand and babysat me through the beginning and they're still holding my hand and not just with the Nautilus machine which is my latest purchase but you know if I ever need them from any of my other devices that I've purchased Mm. over as well and you know the machine as I said it might throw an unexpected error or whatever you need to be able to contact people and know that they're pretty I mean they might not be at your beck and call immediately but they always get back to me within a matter of a day or whatever it is so just feeling comfortable that they're going to meet those expectations for you as the business owner and and they're there for your staff as well so important and servicing is so important I mean the downtime you can experience can be devastating to your business if you're booked as well I know sometimes we're booked six weeks in advance and I cannot rebook my clients if I'm down I need to have multiple machines but if I'm down I'm in trouble because <laughs> I can't fit people in poor staff are staying back and coming in other days to try to fit them in so if your machine's down even for a day can be pretty devastating if this is a big investment and it's your first device you are only going to have one that you're relying on so you're right you need that support and the other important thing with the company support is you really want them to help you if you're new to this to be able to strategize like a launch marketing campaign of some sort and also help with setting the right pricing for your treatments you know once you've launched that new device into the clinic too so of course of course it's just it's so much to think about and you were talking a little bit before I caught a little bit of what you were saying and you were saying there's launch strategies that you employ can you give us a couple of little tidbits on honestly how do you make this work for you I, well, to be honest, the strategies that really helped our clinic to capitalize on that growing demand for new treatments or, you know, devices that we do introduce into the business include things like personalized consultations. So when an inquiry comes in about any of our laser treatments or any any treatment really that's a more serious ended treatment, we offer a free or discounted consultation to assess individual skin needs, check their eligibility, and also recommend... 
the right tailored energy-based treatments for them mm. and emphasizing on that personalized approach. It's that's the most important thing for us. And this also enables us to then sell the clients any prepping products, you know, they might need like tyrosinase inhibitors or epidermal growth factors or hyaluronic acid, you know, any of those prepping hydrating products to really make sure that their skin is the fittest condition it needs to be to be able to heal well from these types of treatments. And also any aftercare that they might need as well post treatment for the recovery period as well so you know this also generates a bit of extra income or some more revenue as well that may not have come in necessarily if you didn't have that treatment being offered and then marketing and branding is massive in our business and we really utilize social media and then targeted advertising seo so your search engine optimization to promote our clinic as a leading provider of those cutting edge energy-based treatments and then also also showcasing success stories and building a strong on online presence too. So also another one that works well for us is package deals and promotions using what we call our skin series packages. So this is where we've created like a good, better, best option of packages. So not making it too complicated. Three options we find is good for us. And some of my coaching clients might just do two options, but it's that good, better, best. Oh, I love scenario. And this offers like multiple sessions, encouraging clients to really commit to a series of treatments while they're enjoying the cost savings as well. So, you know, they're your good clients. You really want to give them some amazing discounts to thank them for trusting you with their skin and body treatments and also to really create loyalty with them too. And a series of treatments also locks them in to your business for a period of time as well so that you can ensure that they're being a compliant client and following all of the rules around having these types of advanced services and therefore having much better better chance of providing them with those results that you both want. Wow, I love the good, better, best. Yeah. We'll just automatically go for best or is it they... We never sell good and better. I thought all so. Uh, they all buy the best because the saving is amazing. Like I think, uh, I'm just trying to think of our skin series pack at the moment, like the first package might only save like $150. The second package might save like around the $500 mark and then the better one saves like $850. Wow. Like, why would you not do that? And that sets them up for, you know, a nine-month period of treatments. Mm. And it doesn't mean that they just stop buying once you've taken like that package is like $1,700 or some $1,790 something like that they don't stop spending at that amount every treatment that they come in for they sort of forget about the $1,790 and then it feels like they're having some services that they're not forking out for all the time and then they are more inclined to want to buy their product that they need when they've run out of it or add on you know a mask oh, yeah. or, or an LED or whatever it is so yeah it's, it's a really good way to get commitment out of your clients and show them that you're serious and then it gets them showing you that they're serious as well. Mm. Do you, when you set up your good, better, best, your packages, do you then train your staff to say, okay, now every time that a client comes in, these are the add-ons you can do every yeah. time they do come in or, or is it something that they do naturally or do you need to invest some time into the, to the uh, staff to teach them to do that? I don't specifically teach them like this is what you need to do for these services on those series packages. I actually spend a fair bit of time educating and training my staff in sales and the benefits around the importance of upgrades. Um, number one, the upgrades are important for the health of the business, yes. um, revenue stream of the business, but also we're not being dishonest. We're not recommending things to clients 
stuff that they don't need. If a client doesn't need something, you don't need to push that onto them or recommend it. But most of the time, this is going to up-level that treatment if we add this on. So they are going to get a better result and you need to then sell the benefits to the client and explain why it's going to, not just that old hat of trust me, you know, trust me, Steph, this moisturizer, it's so hydrating. Just, you know, you'll love it. The texture's so rich. That's mm. not going to cut it now. What ingredients are in the product? You know, how is it, what cellular change are they going to expect to see? Is it resurfacing? Is it, you know, so I think you get the gist of what I'm saying, but explain yes. to them the benefits of what this is going to do rather than fixating on the product itself and the cost involved with that product. Wow. And these are all strategies that you've employed to the capital on the treatments as well but you also capitalized on the fact that there's so many people out there that want the treatments like we've got clients that they are very savvy now they know what's going on they're on social media they're seeing the new latest and greatest you know they know what fractional is they know what a yag is they know that what's suited to their skin as well because they do the research and so as I, a persona, I bet this has happened. I mean, I, I it happens to me all the time, so I'm assuming it would happen to you. I've literally had clients call me and say, oh, when you were away last week, I ended up having my facial with whatever girl, let's call her Jessica, yes. um, and she was great and her treatment was great, but she didn't recommend me any products. And there's a disappointment there. And I'm like, therapists are really stuck in their way of, oh, like, you know, maybe they can't afford it and maybe the client doesn't, like, she's probably got enough stuff at home already. But then they find they're really disappointed because they didn't make suggestions and they wanted that. And I know I find that when I go to the hairdresser. I'll literally go in and say, oh, I'm due for a shampoo, but I'm feeling a bit dry at the moment from all the blonding. And they'll go, oh, yeah. Um, and they won't even try and sell me anything. And I'm like literally asking for it. So yeah. don't disappoint your clients. Like they're coming to you for a reason. Make sure you're providing that like exceptional service for them. And consistently, if it's not consistent across the board, then there's going to be letdowns when they see other girls in between. So, Oh, absolutely. And I had that the other day. I think a, a, a client was talking to um, one of my therapists that in training about, you know, I've got vitamin C and I use vitamin this and blah, blah, blah. And I honestly think that the therapist completely missed the cue and not understanding that's her way of saying, I actually want some recommendations. So you need to be listening out for those cues because different personality types will drop them in a different way, won't they? They'll mm. sort of be, some of them will be subtle. Like I'm a, you know, with DISC, I'm a D personality. We just did this again the other day and I'm straight, I'm straight out. But then we've got all these different other personalities that are just going to be really subtle about it. So you really need to be listening to those types of cues and responding. And ask questions of your clients. I find a lot of girls are not asking enough questions to piece together what it is. The clients aren't very forthcoming with the information. You need to actually pry it out of them a little bit. You know, I had a lady come in to buy a moisturizer the other day and she literally bought the empty jar popped it on the counter and said I need another one of these and I said oh that's great how did you go with this one mm. I sensed like a hesitation in the voice like it was yeah it was okay and I went what was it about it that did you feel like it was hydrating enough mm, I probably could it could be a little bit richer and then I said oh okay so do you feel like you need like a little bit more of an oil drink or like what is it that you're looking for is it do you like the luxurious smell and the you know so I was asking all these questions what I found was that she actually didn't have any serums with it. She was just using a cleanser and a moisturizer. So I ended up selling her two more products by probing and saying, maybe we need to add some oils. So it's 
some facial oil, mix it into the cream, or we could step it up and go for the heavier moisturizer. I ended up, instead of her coming in and repurchasing the $82 moisturizer that she was just going to slap on the counter and buy another one of, mm. ended up walking out with $350 of more product. And it's, it wasn't about just getting the money out of the client. It was about fulfilling the needs of the client. Yeah, she so, walked away a happy camper because her skin's going to be glowing. Like, And we've already had feedback from her. She's rung and said, this it's so much better. My makeup looks so much better. I've got a glow. You know, so she's really happy. And I can assure you if she had have got one of the therapists that was in that lazy mindset, they would have just walked over to the counter, got the $82 moisturizer and see you later. And yeah. it might have been the last time that she ever bought it too because she might have thought, I've tried it twice now. I'm not loving this. Yes, that's so, exactly right. You know, clients, are, their preferences are evolving. They're becoming more savvy, not just with skincare, with devices. They know what's going on. They know what's out there and they know what they want for their skin. And in like as a business owner, it's really hard to see, okay, how do we know what machinery to get in our business? How do we know how to expand our portfolio? And you've done that so elegantly over the years. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And also you've got a really exciting new device in your range, which is the Nautilus. You touched on that before. Can you tell us about that? And and is it meeting expectations? Is it doing what it said it was going to do? Oh, it certainly is. But I think to start our commitment to that customer-centric approach and unwavering dedication to innovation has always sort of set, has always been that key motivator for us to keep growing to just answer the first question for you. So, you know, keep building, keep adding to the device portfolio and those treatment offerings as well. And I really do believe that for any business, it's really resilience and constant growth and ongoing customer satisfaction that will propel you to that forefront. Candela Medical is proud to sponsor the upcoming ABIC conference, Elevate 2024, for the second consecutive year. To learn more about Candela's products, you can visit their stand at the Elevate conference or attend their presentation on the Matrix system with a live treatment demonstration during the lunch break in the Exhibitors Hall. To learn more, visit www.candelamedical.com. So to really leverage the Nautilus system effectively, we adjusted and improved some of our existing offerings and also introduced some other new devices not long after the Nautilus came in. So some more facial-based devices. And that helped to really encompass like a variety of treatments, including those other energy-based devices that target different skin concerns, plus those more labor product type treatments and other machinery, as I said. So, you know, we focus on that customized treatment plan we use the Nautilus system's versatility to really create customized treatment plans for those clients and addressing those specific skin concerns that they've got. And then this use of the combination therapies um, is where we explore combining the energy-based treatments with the other skincare service to offer those comprehensive solutions for the client. So for example, pairing a Nautilus treatment with facial. So we might do a Nautilus and then rebook the client at that two-week mark when the skin might be sloughing off and ready to sort of be dis 
lodged. So we might team it with a facial and then also the skin care regimes to really provide that more holistic treatment solution for the clients. Mm. And also ensuring that your teams receive advanced training on the Nautilus system is, or any of your systems is really important as well. So that's helped to really feel comfortable to offer that expert advice and optimise those treatment parameters and enhance the overall service quality. And that goes with like not just training up the therapists or the dermal clinicians or whoever. It's actually about training your front of house, your receptionists, your client liaisons, your trainees, making sure they sit in on those advanced trainings as well, because they're going to be potentially the first contact for the client. So a client could randomly walk in off the street and start asking questions about the Nautilus device or whatever the treatment is that you're promoting at the time. Um, And everyone needs to be well rehearsed in the benefits and selling those benefits. Like I said before, with the skincare, you need to sell those benefits to the client and know confidently that you're giving them the right information and then maybe taking that booking because that's the conversion, right? Is like getting the booking. So from that initial contact, if you walk in and you get a trainee that's like, oh, I don't do that treatment. I'm not really sure. And the seniors are all busy. They'll be like, I'll come back another day. They're not coming back. Like they're not going to come back because they didn't feel there was confidence there in that first interaction with the business. So yeah, we crafted really clever um, marketing campaigns. Like we do that really well in our clinic as well. So specifically highlight, you know, the device and the treatment advantages. And Bella Pal's marketing plan employs a real like multi-channel approach to maximize that reach and engage with the customers across various platforms. So, you know, that might include online channels like all of our social media, website, email marketing, as I said before, the search engine optimization, as well as offline channels too. So they're just as important like print media, flyers, local events. You can do print media and flyers. Yeah, sometimes we do. Yep. So awesome. You know, that's resurging. Like that's people are like, well, no one's really doing that anymore. I think I'm going to go and do a flyer drop. They, they actually do work, even if you're not going and dropping them around into letterboxes, but the handing out of them in the clinic works for us. So because clients go, oh, what's this? And we do like new client gift bags and things like that as well. Uh, so it'll go into the new client gift bags and, you know, that's creating a little bit of rapport and a, um, a loyalty program within itself. And they come back and they're like, I noticed in my little show bag of goodies that there was this thing about, the, you know, this treatment. So it does work. It, it, the old school techniques, they, they still do work. Kids do, don't they? You know, just to backtrack a little, I'm, I'm getting a little bit jealous because you keep talking about the Nautilus and all the things it can do. And then we had a little talk before the podcast and you were saying to me, oh, there's all these hand pieces and you can do fractional and you can do IPL. And my eyes were bugging out of my head and I had a little bit of <laughs> device envy. <laughs> can you just tell our listeners a little bit about the Nautilus and, and what it can do? Because it okay. sounds extraordinary. It is a multi-application energy device. So, well, I think you asked me before if it's meeting my expectations and I didn't actually come back to that, but the Nautilus is so far well and truly exceeding my expectations. So it really, it, it can be a, or it is a foundational platform for any business and of any size. You don't need to be, a, you know, a huge clinic for this device to be really effective for you. And the thing about this unit is, is its versatility. So it's a uh, 
one multi-application platform using four technologies to treat uh, 20 plus conditions that so far, as far as I know. So it's really, how do I put it? It's like a multiple systems within one system. It's like a I powerhouse think. unit, a base powerhouse unit that can just put, kind of do anything. Because you, you're talking about, you know, various LED hand pieces and then various fractional, you can add on a YAG hand piece and gosh, yeah. you do. You're right. You can almost do anything with this device. And also you can add on hair removal. Is that right? You can. Yep. So the platform actually is equipped with three foundational laser and um, light-based technology. So it's got selective wave band technology, which is also known as your shortwave technology IPL. Then there's FRAX. So both your 1550 and your 1940. So both the epidermal and the dermal resurfacing and remodeling hand pieces, which, oh my God, they're so amazing. And then there's also the option to add the NDAG 1064. So, you know, to deliver those real in-demand treatments, including like pigmentation, vascularity, skin resurfacing and remodeling, I suppose, and that overall photo rejuvenation. And then you also have that element of the hair removal as well. And what I actually want to talk about is the selective waveband technology IPL. So this has dual filters to deliver narrow band IPL to the targeted tissue. And it filters out those potentially harmful wavelengths around that 950 nanometer mark as well. So when I was searching for my newest device, what impressed me was that the Nautilus is one of the most proven multi-application systems available on the market. Also, like it's truly advanced technology in the respect that it's got a flash lamp inside the IPL is literally surrounded by water. So it can deliver very short pulse durations. And then this uniquely delivered millisecond pulses gives that exceptional skin rejuvenation and vascular treatment. So your IPL pulse duration is completely customized, which we don't see on other devices. So it really acts like a laser in, in some aspects. Ooh. Wow. Absolutely, like a laser, but with the benefits of IPL. They're quite ingenious, aren't they, the crew over really at Mandela? Yeah. So, and I suppose too, like that water, as I was saying before in the uh, handpiece, it acts like a second filtration system as well. So it doesn't really allow the energy or excess energy to be absorbed by the water in the skin. So therefore that's reducing the risk of burning and minimizing that unnecessary heat and light absorption into the skin. So your energy is really focusing on absorbing just into your chosen chromophores that you want to treat like melanin and say blood for pigment or vessel treatments. That's actually really smart. Uh, I mean, you know, it's very, very clever that how, how they've done that because um, you always do, obviously, you're aiming for that target chromophore and, and you know, you have wasted energy on, on your other chromophores. And, and, you know, with the older-based IPLs, it was always a challenge, you know, managing the adverse events part of it or, you know, heating up the skin too much and you're worried about skin colour and, you know, all of those types of things. But they've advanced their technology so much that you're really expecting a little bit less downtime. You're also really not in the huge danger zone of adverse events. But, you know, it's always a possibility, but they have done what they can to minimize it, which is really exciting for people because there's always this inherent nervousness of like, I want to get in there and get that pigment, right? Um, But you're always like, I also need to hold back because I need to make sure there's skin integrity there and performing a safe treatment. A hundred percent. And that was probably why I'd never, like I'd worked with IPLs in the past, but I'd never purchased an IPL for my own business because I always had that fear of, I can't be in the room all the time with my therapist to make sure that they're not going to incur an injury. And look, it's still, there's still risks involved with any 
energy devices. But this machine specifically, they have really worked hard on eliminating as much risk as possible and also broadening the Fitzpatrick scale. Like we can treat a much wider range of skin colors with this device as well. And we can treat um, bigger vessels than what we would normally see on a lot of other IPLs without getting the swelling and the bruising and the, you know, all of these other things that come with other IPL systems that I've seen in the past. So yeah, it's it's a good device and I'm still learning. So I don't, I'm not the genius or the expert on this device yet, but I, I can't tell you, I, I have not had one client come in yet that has not actually got a really good result and we hear so much about our results yeah people can go on our social media and have a look at before and afters if they're interested in that as well I'm gonna hop on actually and have a look because um you were talking about it and as I said I've got a little bit of device envy um but the clients are loving it like you know it's one thing getting an exciting new technology having a play with it everyone gets so excited in the clinic and they you know you want to advance and the staff are thinking oh great I love working for this company there you know or this clinic that they're really forward thinking but then the clients like bum bum they don't really like it they don't take it up they don't refer their friends to it but what's the experience where you've gotten with this do are they over the moon with the results are you seeing dramatic shift in pigment and and a change in skin texture we are seeing a major shift yes so we well the way that the device is made is that yes you can split it and use each component separately but the way that you can actually seamlessly merge the multi applications into one treatment means that you can just get so much better results so much faster so like I'm getting results in one to two treatments that was taking me four to six treatments on my other devices you know so it's really speeding that process up for me which means better return on investment also less clinic time like the clients don't have to come in so many times to the clinic before they're happy so you're keeping them happy but you're also keeping your team happy too because they're it's freeing up their bookings a little bit to fit more people in as well that's Um, so important yeah so and clients have been really happy like I think a good indication of this is that they let us show their stories on our social media like a lot of you know some people are funny about that but they're so ecstatic with their results they're like please put it on like put my photos up and we've done interviews with clients as well live on our Facebook pages and things like that too where they've shared their journeys as well so you know that's been amazing for word of mouth and also because they're real people that the community might know they trust that person if that person's saying it works and can show that it works and you know that creates that trust building it's so important isn't it community I think everybody focuses on you know the vastness of marketing and you know Facebook ads and things like that but tapping into your local community and people that know each other oh my goodness what a difference because they they come in the clients come in with a different mindset they are ready and primed and ready to accept you know your recommendations because they have been referred or That's they right. have seen somebody that they know or someone in their local community it doesn't have to be someone they know but if they know if that person lives down the street from me or that in my same suburb it's this different connection than just this unknown person in a different state or where have you they're in my local area and I trust that yeah, 100%. We get the most traction and conversions of bookings and inquiries from that type of marketing, you know, real people, real clients. Yeah, rather than just using generic photos that, you know, say the company might have provided you of their results from their research and findings. So we definitely get a lot more conversions because it's it's more personable and the people, it feels real, you know. It is real. <laughs> it is real. <laughs> and give us a couple.
couple of marketing secrets. You sound like a marketing guru. You've got the coaching behind you. You've got the social media profile. You know, you've got all these things happening. You know, I'll look at you and think, gosh, you know, you're radiating success. What is it? Give us a couple of little tips and tricks. And also, can I ask a sneaky question? How much do you spend on social media advertising and SEO? <laughs> I actually probably don't. I don't even know. But I employed a marketing manager about uh, just over a year ago now, Jody. So she just has the credit card hooked up and does that um, stuff. So there's a little bit spent. I, I honestly couldn't even tell you the amount. And I would be totally open to sharing that. So I can come back to you with that. But I, I I'm not the expert in that field. But I think in the highly competitive beauty industry, you know, we personally in our business, we believe that having that strong and effective marketing policy and consistent activity and presence is essential to set the business apart from the competitors. And social media is a key part of the marketing strategy in our business. And as I said just before, we've really improved on this over the past couple of years. And we've had so many impressive results just by having that marketing manager, Jody, as I said, focus on this area specifically. So that has helped, number one. And not everyone can afford to bring someone in that will do that. But even like at the start, I was focusing on it and trying to dedicate some of my time to do it and trying to encourage my team to contribute to social media. And they still do. Like they, But they've now just got someone that rides them a little bit harder about getting the content and being open to being on camera because therapists are so shy on camera no one ever wants to film themselves and I don't know I don't think you've seen our social media and I'm sure you'll go and look at it after this chat but ours is like out of control ludicrous sort of (laughs) stuff so we've really humanized our brand by doing you know prank wars and prank wars oh my god yeah we really do have like a robust content strategy and a lot of it involves humor where we're all girls that like to have fun at work we've all got a good sense of humor we do muck around sometimes it's almost borderline controversial of what we post but you know what it gets engagement and we constantly get feedback about how much people love it so we did I don't know if you know this but we won the ABR marketing award last year oh, so, good on you. Yeah, so that was really great for us but you know it, it's, it can be hard work our Instagram our TikTok our Facebook accounts they're probably our the most the thing that works the best for us and what we put our most time into Um, and we saw significant growth over the past couple of years with an increase in reach and also followers on those channels as well so additionally a sharp rise in the engagement um, across all of those channels with the the likes and the comments on those stupid posts that I'm telling you (laughs) and it it actually got our engagement up by 450% in those last two years so you know with this new audience growth and our online advertising it's just been the most effective way for us and we do lots of online informational sessions so building obviously your followers means that you have more exposure to a bigger audience so then you can start to bring in those educational and advertising sort of campaigns as well so we do the informational sessions um, to really educate the clients about the benefits of those energy-based treatments or anything else that we offer and really addressing any concerns that people might have and highlighting the results that we do get as I said before and we really like to educate while we advertise so some people just advertise for the sake of advertising they're not educating 
around the service that they're trying to advertise at the time. So we really want to ensure that our clients understand how the treatment's going to work, what to expect during the treatment, you know, whether there's pain involved or redness or swelling or whatever that is, and also what downtime there might be. So when we first had the Nautilus system in our clinic, we documented Jodie, our marketing girl, um, and we also, we did this with another client as well, but we filmed the treatment process. We kept asking questions during the treatment process. How's it feeling? What does it feel like? Blah, blah, blah. And we were showing with the camera what was happening when it was pulsing, what the skin was doing, and then we checked back in with her a few days later to say, how's your skin healing over the last three days? Then we did another check-in a month or so down the track. And now we're, we've just filmed a year later check-in to say, this is what the skin looks like a year later. And how have you found your skin's been over the last year since having the series of treatment? And we also did an interview alive, as I said before, with a client one time so that she could sit there and talk about her journey and the results that she'd seen. So, you know, if you have access to this, they're really engaging ways to get content um i'll give you an example and i don't mind sharing as i said before my figures um when we were not recording the podcast but (laughs) in march and april last year we we ran a intro to the nautilus ipl and frax campaign now keep in mind my business is not in a city i'm in regional victoria my population um around here is about eight thousand, and then we about an hour away is the rest like we've got little towns you know at 30 minutes away but the rest of the biggest towns like aubrey and Shepherd and they're that hour away from us. So we ran this campaign. The promotion ran for four weeks and we generated $35,000 from that campaign alone. And then we promoted it also on social media um, to know how we got the word out there. And then using those before and after images that I said before and printed up marketing. So flyers that we gave out in house, like I suggested before as well. And then the therapist would just do recommendations to clients with the use of handing out of those flyers. We also then added the Nautilus treatment to those skin series campaigns so we we allowed them to switch out something to be able to use the IPL part of that campaign or they could add on a frax as well for a a smaller margin and we ran that uh, campaign for four months that we did it Uh, we ran the campaign for and we generated $64,000 because there are of adding that device into those skin series packages so it generated more interest in moving the skin series packages because they could incorporate the new device into their skin series packages along with the facials that were on there the other energy devices that were on there and peels and things like that too so yeah so marketing yes it takes work it takes a hell of a lot of time because this is the main thing that my coaching clients say they go I don't have any time so yes it takes all of that and it takes definitely cooperation from your team but I'm living proof that it does work and it's totally worth the time invested into it Mm, wow honestly you're so inspiring Carly I I just got I personally and I know the people that are listening today have gotten so much out of today's discussion please come back and and tell us more about all the things exciting things that you're up to and what you're doing I think our clinic owners and our management owners really benefit from this discussion today and if they're having some fear as well around capital investment and you know how to go about it is it really worth it for their business you know these discussions like that really do help our community to make those vital decisions for their business and also we didn't even touch on like finance options there is so much available now for small businesses don't be scared as I said earlier about the the price point the way I get my head around it for the financial investment that it freaks me out I'm a numbers girl I want return on investment you know even when it comes to training new staff 
I'm like, am I going to get return on investment? I'm all about the numbers. And, you know, I just look at the weekly repayments and focus on that Mm -hmm. and go, I can totally do that. Even if we have a quiet week, I can totally do that. You know, I think your finance companies are so good now at negotiating terms and, and length of time and all of those sorts of things until you're generating some money as well. So most device companies I've found in the past can help you with that too. They can steer you in the right direction to companies that make that process really easy for you. Yeah, it's wonderful. They actually do. You're right. Um, With financing, you speak to the device companies. I know every time I've spoken with Candela, they always give you so much information in that area. And yeah, if you are worried, if you are scared, reach out to people like Carly or like ABIC and we can definitely steer you in the right direction. Carly also does coaching. So there's so many people out there that are just wanting to help and Carly, you're a shining example of that. So thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. It was so much fun and I can't wait till next time. Yes, thanks, Steph. Thank you. And thanks everyone for listening. reach the end of another episode